0: Episode 46, the most common thing about common sense is how uncommon it is. You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. This is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. I'm your host, Dale Dixon, and we are talking about common sense and just how uncommon it is with Jason Jennings. Great to be with you, Jason. Uh, Dale, let's. I, I just so much enjoy getting together with you to do these. I, I, it, it always puts a smile on my face. And the feeling is defi- definitely mutual. So where would that phrase come from? The uh, most common thing uh, about uh, common sense is how uncommon it is.
1: Yeah, let me tell you the story. Uh, it, was, uh, it was another humbling moment in my life,
0: and uh, there have
1: been many along life's way. Uh, I was in Hong Kong. And uh, as I recall, the audience was five, six or 700 people and I was doing a speech. And I knew that, uh, you know, if you're hitting on all cylinders, uh, because it's not if you're hitting on all cylinders, but if the audience is hitting on all cylinders, then, then you are too. And so I knew we had a, a, a great teaching event going. I knew people were getting what I was talking about. There was a lot of enthusiasm, a lot of nodding, a lot of note taking. I mean, and so I was exuberant and I was happy and I came to the end of the speech and there was the applause and the people standing and, and I was immediately surrounded by a group of oh, I would say 15 or 20 people who had books and they wanted signatures or uh, they wanted to give me a business card or they wanted to shake my hand and, and say thank you. And so I had kind of this scrum, uh, I, I, I mean, of people around me. And I, I, I glanced uh, across the ballroom and there was a very small, petite, middle-aged Asian lady standing against the wall. And uh, but, but I looked at her and she looked back at me and we made eye contact and her eye contact said, uh, I'd like to talk to you, but I'm not going to get involved in this rugby scrum over there. So I kind of signaled back to her with the eyes that I'd seen her and I, 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 would, I would come and see her as soon as I was done. So a few minutes later, people disperse and I'm, I'm done. And so I'm, I'm feeling great. I'm on top of the world. And so I walk up to her and I put my hand out and I said, hi, I'm Jason. And she looked up at me and she said, well, I know who you are. I just heard you talk. Kapum, And I said, well, I hope you like the speech. And she said, it was okay. Well, my heart just took the elevator and plummeted down to the bottom of my stomach. And I said, okay? She said, well, it was okay, but it was just common sense. And my heart plummets as further as, as far down as you can go, I guess. And then she got this big smile on her face, and she looked up at me and beamed, and she said, but Mr. Jennings, what I want to point out to you is the most common thing about common sense is how uncommon common sense really is. I want to thank you for the greatest dose of common sense I've ever had. So that is where I encountered that phrase. And I think about it all the time because the things I write about in my books, where my research leads me, uh, the things we talk about in these podcasts, anybody could just say, well, that's just common sense and, and dismiss it as being common sense. But anytime anybody tells me uh, well, that's just common sense, I'd like to point out to them that the most common thing about common sense is how uncommon common sense really is, which leads me to what I wanted to talk about today with you if I could several weeks ago uh you know uh, Saturday is is my one day where I, where I really don't get a lot of emails. Uh, Sunday afternoons, I think the whole world sits down and tries to catch up on emails because my, my inbox is full. But Saturdays, I generally have a pretty light day. And so a few weeks ago on a Saturday, I said, what in the world has happened? I mean, I'm hearing from like a 100 different people here that I haven't heard from for a long time, and I open it up. And they're all sending me a link to something. Uh, There's a website out there called topsalesworld.com. I will admit I was not familiar with them before. Uh, In checking them out, it seems like they're a widely used resource uh, for people who are in the sales business. And uh, so it seems uh, that a woman uh, had written an article uh, that she had posted on topsalesworld.com. And I I want to share some of it with you. Her name is Colleen Stanley, and I've done a little further investigation. And it turns out that uh, Colleen Stanley uh, is uh, uh, the head of a company uh, that uh, consults people on – uh, on, on sales within their companies, a business development firm specializing in sales and sales management. Highly successful. Uh, she's the creator of something called Emotional Intelligence Selling, uh, a unique and powerful sales program, and, and, a, and a pretty neat lady. In addition, she's a monthly columnist for business journals across the country, uh, the author of a book, uh, Growing Great Sales Teams, and co-author of a book titled Motivational Selling. Uh, so what everybody was sending me was the link to this article that she had written. And what it reminded me of is, again, it was pretty humbling, because it reminded me and brought me back to uh, why I do what I do. So I'd like to read a little bit of it. And I think there are three little game changers here for everybody. Uh, So this was posted in on April twenty fifth, 2014, by Colleen Stanley. And it's not long. Uh, She says, we live in a world uh, where we're always looking for the next best thing or idea. And, And she says, don't get me wrong. Innovation is great and necessary. However, she asks, is it possible that the next best thing is, well, an old idea or an old thing executed very well? And she writes, below, find in part a newsletter that I wrote in 2007, seven years ago. Now, how many of the ideas shared seven years ago are still relevant today? She said, well, enjoy my rollback. And then she says, uh, Jason Jennings uh, is the author of the national bestseller, Think Big, X Small. And he and his team screened more than 100,000 American companies to find nine that rarely end up on magazine covers and have increased revenues and profits by double digits every year for 10 consecutive years. And she said you might recognize a few names like Sonic Drive-Ins, Cabela's, and, and Petco. But now, then what she does is she highlights three things from the book and asks about the relevance of those today. And I think she does just an incredible job. She said the first thing I want to point out is cause. And from the original manuscript, great leaders and companies have a cause that has nothing to do with money. She said Jennings is quick to emphasize that a cause is not a mission statement or a vision statement. It's why you do what you really do. A cause provides purpose, passion, and momentum. She said fast forward to 2014. Simon Sinek, leadership expert talks about the power of why in his big, powerful TED Talk that's had over 16 million views. And he emphasizes that employees and prospects care more about why your company does something than what and how you do it. And then she asks a question. Is this a new idea or an old idea that needs to be executed? And she asks, do your prospects and customers know why you do what you do? And then she goes to the second of three points, culture. In an increasingly commoditized world, competitors can quickly copy any of your ideas, products, and services. What's really hard to copy is your corporate culture. And she's basing this on, on uh, content in Think Big, Act Small. The leaders at these nine organizations, she writes, possess a fundamental set of truths and laws by which he or she leads his or her life. As a result, it becomes the basis of reasoning and action for the company. If someone fits the culture, they're in. If they don't fit the culture, they're out. Very fast. And she says, fast forward to 2014. People and, cul- people and culture still make the difference, she writes. Zappos, the online shoe store, grew to $1 billion in revenues in 10 years and then, was s- then sold to Amazon. And she said, Tony, their founder, gives credit for such growth because of the culture. They are passionate about hiring the right people to fit the culture. Now listen to this one. Game changer, Dale. Zappos, and I was aware of this, Zappos will write a new employee, a check for quitting the company if they don't think the company is a good fit for them. And she asks, is this a new idea or an old idea that needs to be executed? (laughs) How would you rate your culture? Does your sales culture make you money or cost you money? And finally, she writes from my book, Keep Your Hands Dirty. These leaders are humble and keep their hands dirty by making sure they're involved in day-to-day interactions with customers. And I wrote the story in the book how Jim Cabello the co chairman of Cabela's spends every morning, every morning from 9 until noon, reading through a stack of papers containing customer comments or complaints from the previous day. He reads every single one of them and assigns someone to resolve the problem. Now, how many chairmen of multi billion dollar firms do you think spend several hours each day reviewing client comments and complaints? And when asked about his daily activity, Jim Cabela's response was, what could be more important than listening and responding to customers and doing whatever else you have to do to make and keep them happy? And she writes, fast forward to 2014, when was the last time your CFO, CEO, CMO, COO, director of customer service, director of operations, traveled with a salesperson on a sales call? It's kind of common sense, isn't it? How can executives, she writes, be making strategic decisions for the company if they're not even talking to your prospects or clients? The office seat is always more comfortable and the car seat is always more profitable. Now, is that a game changing line? And then she writes That's
0: tweetable right there. For that, that's tweetable. The folks on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, office seat yeah. is always more comfortable, and the car seat is always more profitable. We'll
1: repeat that at the end. And she writes, is this a new idea or an old idea that needs to be executed? Are your executives' hands clean or dirty? She says, keep looking for ways to innovate and create, and in the process, keep executing old principles of success. Get clear on your why- create a great culture, and keep your hands dirty and good selling. What a remarkable lady. I, I, I can't wait to meet this lady in person. This is somebody who truly gets it. So, so there you have it from a book I wrote, the original version, Think Big, Act Small, seven years ago. The revised updated version, the paperback version, came out last year. So if somebody's going to buy Think Big, Act Small, they should buy on Amazon the revised paperback edition. It's, it doesn't cost a lot of money. But three things. She says she she takes why culture, keeping your hands dirty, and she says this is what it was seven years ago. This is what it is today. Most companies are still not doing it. And then her eminently tweetable, I love this line, the office seat is always more comfortable, and the car seat is always more
0: profitable. So that's my game changer for today, sir. That is awesome. Cause, culture, and dirty hands, and as always, it's common sense, but it's so uncommon. That's exactly right. Thank you so much. All right. With that, you want to talk about ratings and reviews on iTunes?
1: Yes, I do. Uh, Look, I need people to do do us a favor. Uh, We began this as a labor of love. Uh, Dale is an extraordinarily busy man and executive. Uh, I am so busy, I I don't even know when I come up for air. And when Dale approached me with the idea for doing this, I, I said, it's it's not something we, we want to monetize. So if our hearts are leading us to do this, to truly uh, providing people, uh, highly principled people, uh, information, things that they can use so they can achieve their full economic potential, and if that's our reason for doing this, uh, let's 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 do it. Uh, until now, uh, the podcasts are free. We don't even require you to sign up with an email address uh, because some people can think there's something shifty about that. So this is truly just for you. Well, if you have found this podcast uh, helpful, if you found any of these podcasts helpful, what I need you to do, uh, and I, sound, I guess I sound like an evangelist or a preacher here, what I need you to do is I pass the offering plate, uh, but it, it's not going to cost you money. It's going to take two minutes of your time. Uh, and it's a point of pride. I just want you to go to the iTunes store. I want you to search Jason Jennings, and I want you to write a review. Even if you access this podcast through subscription to my website or you download it on a regular basis through my website, I would really appreciate it. It would be great payback uh, if you would go to the Apple iTunes store and uh, and write a review. Uh, and, and, you know, when you hear a line like you hear today, the office seat is always more comfortable and the car seat is always more profitable. Some of you are going to remember that for the rest of your life. And how much is that worth? Is is that worth uh, the two or three minutes it'll take uh, to write a review at the iTunes store? I think so. So uh, do that
0: for us. Writing the review is the best way to pay it forward. You've gotten a hold of this content. Help somebody else get a hold of this content by paying it forward, writing a review. So we definitely appreciate that. All right, Jason Jennings, thanks so much. You have yourself a great week. Uh,
1: Dale, have a great week. Look forward to being with you again next week, my friend.